Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2018. You're in the future. We're Dave and Neil. We did the a music podcast, podcast last week. We did, but it felt like it was like a little bonus. This is like the. Yeah, it was kind of like a 2018 soft opening. Yeah. And now we're in the 2018 hard opening. Mildly soft opening. Well, it's, I feel like we're coming in hard. 2018, <laughs> coming at you. We are back in uh, Vienna People's Studios. Uh, we were talking before the podcast. This is really funny and also kind of fucking embarrassing. Yeah. That we've been, we've had this ongoing joke. I think since like the first episode. Yeah. We need a theme song. We should get an artist to record a theme song. Yeah. Not once have we considered that Michael. Our fucking engineer from, from who, is a mu- who is a musician, a musician and producer. It's like, it's like just do it. Like we did, we're, in a, do we're it, in a studio Neil. right now okay. filled with microphones and pianos. We're gonna need a music studio. We're gonna need someone who knows music. We need instruments. Where are we gonna find all those things? <laughs> so like this morning, Michael was like setting up the mic. He's like, you know, I could probably record something. I'm like, shit. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure what he said was, I can't believe you. Insert uh, profanity didn't fucking think of me. Yeah. Why, did, why would you say insert profanity? Then well, because one of the, the first profanity was a. Uh, it was a C bomb. It was a C bomb. He dropped the C bomb. <laughs> he was that. He was that hurt and offended. <laughs> and um, um, so I guess no pressure now, Michael, because now we need a theme song. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Like I want it like Seinfeld meets The Walking Dead meets yep. The Crown. I feel like I want it to sound like Yeezy has dropped just dropped. A new album with Kylie Ray Jackson album, but it's <laughs> it's fifteen seconds long, the whole album, uh, and Kylie Ray Jepsen is the vocalist yeah, on it. She's a cameo. Yeah, slash so, the whole thing. That's yeah. what you have to look Great. forward to. I so, guess. So I don't know when it's going to come, but uh, I can already already see the cogs turning yeah. in old Mickey's head. So but, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. We um, I mean, obviously, last week we did the podcast from Phil Jamson's stu- studio dressing room yeah. um, at the American Idiot at the Sydney Opera House, which is awesome. Opera, which is but great. it's kind of awkward doing those kind of things because it's very much a you've got to schedule with them, so you got to get in there, do the thing, get yeah. the fuck out. So you know, this is our second episode of of the year, but it's kind of like the first because we never really got to just chat. It's like just you walk in there, yeah. sit down, action. It's like tell us about your musical yeah. rather than so Neil, what you get up How's to? How's your life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess um, you know the big question was uh, anything exciting. Happened to you over the break, Neil? Nothing. Yes, there is, you liar. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I'm engaged. Then? He's engaged. See, this is where we could put like a little cue of like. There, this was there, a stu- there was clapping. Thank you. This is why we need a studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying this to you. I've been pushing this for weeks. We need a studio audience so yeah. that when we make fun announcements like this, yeah. they can. Or applaud. at the very least, like a like a Larry Sanders sidekick with a hey now, yeah, David <laughs> <Just>, Neil. <laughs> we need something like that. I want, but like, I don't want like a, a whooping crowd. I just want like a golf clap clap. Yeah, that yeah. Is like mm. quiet on set, please. <laughs> yep, thank you. And then slowly, dies out. Like slowly. These back. are all things you can write down, Michael, for just for yeah. when you write the intro. Thanks, mate. So tell us about it. Um, when do you? Who's the girl? Uh, where, where, <laughs> who's uh, the girl? Where she? Where you she? You know, from? we're friends, right? You've known her. You, I think you met her. Did you, I think you were probably made with her before you and I were friends. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, she was obviously did it. Uh, we actually did it at the high school you and I went to. Yep, your high school sweetheart. Went back to the burbs. So you, you and I are now um, filthy city hipsters and the hills are beneath us. But I had to go back there for Christmas for with my rents. Yeah. Uh, if you live in the hills, great place to live. We love you. We love you. Born and raised there, guys. Love every bit of it. Um, no, but yeah, just took her to Oak Hill um, and kind of I had like a sixty second turnaround because we've just never been that couple. So t- like... tell us a story because you, so so you and Danny, your your now fiance, mm. former girlfriend, um, <laughs> former girlfriend, <laughs> she's up, she's she's called the ex, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's your ex girlfriend, mm. current fiance, yeah. is that in the way this works? Um, but uh, you guys were high school sweethearts, yeah. And uh, so you had a plan, and that was to. Do the I didn't really have a plan. That was the thing. Like I, I got the ring on like a Tuesday, and I said this is. 
too much pressure for me to hold on to this for an extended period of time. Because you were stressing, because we spoke about that you were like thinking about doing it, yeah. you know, a couple months before you did it. And you were stressing out about how you would keep it secret until... Which is because we've, we've never been that couple. Like, you know, couple like, and you know, I'm not saying if you do this stuff, you enjoy your life, have fun. But like, we've never been the couple that like, you know, goes to the beach and just sits there and with like a bottle of wine or we don't yeah. go to like crazy romantic dinners all the time. So, like so I'm, not saying, plan, I'm not saying like, all we do is like just eat KFC and watch Netflix, which is, yeah, we, we do a lot of it. It's the predominant thing we do. But yeah, like <laughs> for me to just say out of the blue, that close to Christmas, hey, why don't we just go for a little walk down to the beach? Which by the way is a 40 minute bus ride or a $30 Uber. Yeah. She would have said, why? Yeah. We've never so done that. you needed to like try and fabricate yeah, so, like and a romantic situation without her realizing it was going to be actually, a romantic situation. And actually, Danny and I laugh about this all the time. You are the only other person in the world that treats Christmas the way we do. Like, you're 10 again. Like, I love Christmas. Christmas is the best. Yep. Movies, candy, presents, Boom. Santa, all of it. We love it. And I so I knew like... I, when I got the ring, I knew like I have to do it either before or after Christmas because I'm not going to do it on Christmas. Why? I'm not an animal. No. Uh, because what if she says no? Yeah, that ruins no. Christmas. <laughs> no, no, does Like Christmas <laughs> is my time. Christmas is her time. Yeah. Christmas is your time, Dave. That's true. Like you don't want. Imagine like you have a sister. Imagine if your sister walked in on Christmas morning and said, "I'm engaged." Guess what? Christmas over. It's now about your sister's engagement. That's true. Well, but also I'd be like, "What? Mm. I didn't even know you were seeing anyone. <laughs> How did you get back from Italy so quick? <laughs> what are you doing here?" <laughs> What a morning! <laughs> What's happening? There's a lot going on. Um. So yeah, basically, I got the ring on like a Tuesday. I yeah. think it was my mum's birthday on like the next day, and I thought I can't do it then. Christmas, I think, was on what the Sunday, yeah. And I knew I was going to my parents on like the couple days after that. So I was like, fuck, I've just got to like do it. This ring is too expensive and too much pressure for me to just sit on this. Yeah. So I think I decided on like the Thursday morning. I guess I'll be doing it tomorrow. And then, yeah, I kind of on the way to the hills, I was like, hey, why don't we go to Oak Hill? Which immediately on my whole basis of she's not going to... Which was down high school. Well, yeah. Yeah. For those who yeah, are, sorry, Oak Hill College in Castle Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Great school. Um, yeah. I just knew like the whole time I was going, I can't do it somewhere where she's going to ask questions. But why the fuck would I say, let's go to our high school? Yeah, I love I love how you're like, oh, I want to do something where she's not going to know that this is a thing. Whereas she would have spent the whole drive to the, the our high school thing being like, why are we going the here? The lucky thing is my parents obviously live close by. Like, so it wasn't like, hey, we're going to go half an hour away. It was like, you're, it was like on the you're way. making a two minute detour. Sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of like, she parked the car and she was already like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we're meant to have a dealing with your parents right now. Like, we're running late. And I just had like a 30 second gap. So I was like... Surprise! And yeah, then, yeah. Mm. Well, big old, big old congratulations. Want to know what engaged life's like? It is no different to anything. Well, you don't get presents. Don't you have like you an get like one day of get people presents? getting excited about it? And that's about it. Isn't it like isn't it like an engagement party a thing? Where uh, you get I think presents so. for that. I, I don't know. I don't know. You, I don't know about weddings. It's a and rough stuff. process, isn't it? Like you get presents for engagement. I think you get presents for weddings, right? Yeah, you I do. think it's rough for everyone around you, mm. but like not rough for you because you get all the presents. Yeah. Well, fuck you. I'm spending a lot of money on, on engagement parties and weddings. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. How about you? Did you um, meet the love of your life over Christmas? You haven't yet to uh, meet the love of my life and then subsequently ask her to marry me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is uh, still a work in progress. Yeah. But you know what, Neil? Um, that's probably a good thing because uh, I can't afford a ring right now. That mm. sounds super expensive. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to invest in that. So yeah. <laughs> really, who's winning in this situation? You are going to Japan as well. So it's like, yeah, you really are winning. That's going true. to Japan, like what, Japan. two months? Three going months? in April for two weeks. That's amazing. Just to check out some some culture, mm. get a bit of Japan into me. Have you done anything fun, like movies, gigs, to kick off the year? Um, not really. It's been a pretty quiet, pretty quiet sort of 20, mm. um, 2018 so far. Yeah. 
Started start of the year with a bit of a house party, 2018. Yeah. House party and then ended up at the beach, which was good. Watched uh, watched the sunrise into 2018. That was a, a pretty little uh, pretty little way to start the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, apart from that, it's been pretty chill. Yeah. Just trying to be a grown up, you know? Mm. Are you a New Year's resolution person? Not really. I used to be. I just, I don't know, like, I, I just, just, whatever you want to do, just make sure you're fucking trying to do it. <laughs> like, if thing. you have one goal, I just feel like, like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose 10 kilos this year. If you haven't done that by, like, March, you just get so miserable and down on yourself. Yeah. And, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't, because yeah. I never really have one goal. I have several goals mm. and none of them are being kicked. Uh, so like, why do I need to focus on one when I'm failing in so many other departments? Yeah, a, fr- a friend of mine, um, she put on 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 the gram uh, her news resolution, resolutions, and there was stuff <laughs> like, call my grandma more often. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, that's that's like that's, that's cool like a, though because that's, that's like a re- pretty good and that's like, realistic. That's like a realistic thing that you can be like, I'm just gonna make sure I call my grandma more yeah. often. Yeah, and it was stuff like be nicer to people. I'm like. Abstract enough that you couldn't be <laughs> angry at yourself if you didn't do it. <laughs> you know, uh, it was pretty nice to have that, you. Have you that got a resolution? The other day. I don't think I do. I think it was kind of just stuff like, um, like survive, get rich. You know, the usual stuff. Yeah. Um, but Cash we'll checks. Just make all make the things that they bank. talk about in like Floyd Money Mayweather songs. Mm, mm. Mm, 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 mm. One by one, David. Actually, no, you know what I saw? Is that a dollar at a time? Yeah. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Literal dollars at Literal a time. dollars at a time. Um, no, I checked out, actually, I saw two big gigs in the last couple of weeks. Um, oh, yeah. I saw Liam Gallagher. Yep. Um, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Like, seeing, you know, that's fucking... The He's got a bit of a personality on him, that He's boy. He's so funny. Because I, I, I don't know, I can't tell, like, I'm, I'm assuming that's just how he is, because, you know, that's the, how the whole thing of Oasis broke up. Like, he was just, you know, a bit of a loose cannon. Yeah. But, like... He's just like, he did a, that interview on Sunrise. I think we wrote about it on the website um, where the, the, the interviewer was like, you know, a lot of musicians are manufactured. Like, what would you say to them? And he just cuts her off. He just goes, take drugs, take drugs, drink lots of alcohol. And she was just like, she laughed. But you could tell she was like, oh God. We can't say that on the air. <laughs> Not on breakfast TV. But like, he's just like. He's, I feel like it's good advice for their audience. He's just a, like, everything he says is, is funny. But like, you know, similar to someone like Marilyn Manson who like carries on on stage and has all this stuff, but yeah. off stage, like Marilyn Manson is one of the most well-spoken, like articulate dudes. Yeah, yeah. Like if you watch his interviews, he's just, he's on the ball. Whereas on stage, you know, he's falling over and he's pretty, he's got like a little bag of powder, which, you know, well, I've got cocaine on stage. I don't know what this is. Yeah. yeah but, like it's, it could be shit. Whereas like Gallagher. So like at the gig and you know, obviously this is how he is on stage. Like he doesn't move around a lot. He kind of sings. He has a little tamarind and maracas. Yeah. And like there's a there was parts in the show where like literally like well like his guitarist is doing his solo, he would just like lazily just like tap the microphone. And he just looked <laughs> bored out of his mind. And you're like, I don't is he bored? Is he high? Is he drunk? Or is like this is just what he's he just does. Into it. He just looks cool. Yeah. Um so that was awesome. And he's then, like sort of like a fairly quintessential kind of rock star, isn't mm, he? Yeah, like he claims that he's the the greatest living rock star right now. So. Yeah, sure, sure. You do you, Liam. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I saw Sam Smith earlier this week. Oh yeah, I Which didn't know Sam Siff was here. He's been here for like six weeks, like just <laughs> really? holiding, just like chilling out. Yeah, and, and I think he did like he did, he did like two gigs at the Opera House early this week, which I went to one of them. Um, yeah, and I think great. he's coming back in November. But like, he's got a ridiculous voice. Like his mm. style of music, you know, not necessarily my bag, but like he's, it's just have you like obviously you've heard his voice. It's just yeah, it's insane. He's not super my jam, but like um, yeah, exactly. But I respect his totally. his vocal. Do appreciate what he does for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't done any gigs so far this year. Um, yeah. It's been. Have you got? Fun. You've got the national coming up, yeah. I have the national coming up in Feb. Um, considering doing Laneway. Um, mm-hmm. thinking about that. My cousin's uh, visiting from the US. Yeah. So um, he's super keen to to do like a good old Aussie festival. Uh, so we're thinking maybe doing Laneway. Um, we'd love to see Anderson Park. Um, I mean, I can try and get you tickets if you write for us. Yeah, I'll write for you. I'd love to. I think I <laughs> we can have this like, conversation off air. Yeah, we'll have this conversation off the air. But uh, I think I Facebook you this week, being like, "Hey, oh, did you? Hey, buddy, oh, I'm a dick. Sorry. Can I have some tickets, please?" And, and I you ignored me. I'm sorry. That's right. He only I can't just so you know, that. dear listener, he only uh, responds to me when he wants something. Mm. It'll be like, "Oh, Neil, how 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 are you, my friend? What's going on?" Silence. <laughs> Next Neil, minute, I'm stranded and hey, there's no Dave, one around. <laughs> I need I need you. I need you to do something. Immediate, immediate response to Dave because I'm a good friend. But you know, you know what's exciting this year is that and I didn't realize is mm. um, obviously next week is Australia Day. It falls on a Friday, and obviously with the whole controversy of the hottest 100 being pushed to the Saturday. Yeah, I don't know if you see. So we're recording this on a Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, but you would probably be aware by now that Corey Bernardi has launched. Uh, the Australian Conservatives' own playlist, which is this is the second top 100 of mm. of uh, the the Australia Day yeah. replacement. Yeah, top 100. Actually, because this is interesting, I want to talk to you about this because so obviously everyone knows that Triple M have launched the Aussiest, Aussiest, I think it was I think it was like the oh double Z E S T. Basically, like a just sort of like the douchey version of what was formed with Triple J Hottest yeah. 100. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Triple M just basically, they came out and said, look, Triple J have cut the Hottest 100. Fuck them. We're doing our own playlist. Everyone got pissed off. Um, I mean, the, oh, sorry, I'll get to W7 in a second, but Corey Bernardi's, it's not, obviously it's not a radio playlist. It's a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Um, uh, Corey Bernardi does not have his own radio <laughs> network. Uh, very Not yet. Yeah. But yeah, so the Australian Conservative has launched this podcast on Spotify. So podcast playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's all Australian. Um. And you know, within a couple of hours, Darren Hayes of Savage Garden, because their song "To the Moon and Back" is on the playlist, and he yep. immediately said, "No, yep. take that off." And I think Corey wrote back like, "Get over yourself, Darren. Music's for everyone." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, Corey. He's just having a laugh. Like he's I, like, like first off, how is this news? Like, how is Corey releasing a playlist? <laughs> yeah. News is like the first main question that I have. Second question, Corey, you do understand that the whole premise of the Hottest 100 is that you don't know what number one's going to be, all <laughs> yeah. right? You're doing the countdown. You listen all day. You're like, what's going to be number one? You've already ruined all the suspense, mate. <laughs> yeah. But we pe- know what all people, the songs are. People are already taking the piss like they're voting. I'll call Corey. I'll put my votes in. And it's like AB Original and yeah. um, what's the Angel song? The the am I ever going to see your face again? Like everyone's just taking the piss. I could not encourage you more to send letters to Corey Bernardi with your votes for his Hotness 100. I feel like people like... Please people send like him People like Bernardi physical. and Abbott and stuff, I feel like they just take in like Trump's lead. They're like, if I be a dick to people, it's they'll working. look at me more. It's working. Man, look like, what Abbott's he tweeted released the other a day. Spotify like, podcast. What did, what did Abbott tweet the other day? Like, there's 364 other days that they can... Well, something about... Like, it was about, obviously about the Greens changing the date. Sure. And I'm going to look right now. Just can you chat amongst yourselves, please? Yeah. Look, I mean, like, I feel like all that Corey has done <laughs> is release a playlist and we're talking about it right now on one of the most listened to best podcasts in Australia. Yeah. Um, that's a fact, you know? by the way. And that's... That's Nielsen ratings. Have I seen the ratings? No. Do I know if anyone's listening to, to this right now? 
Absolutely not. Do I assume they are? Fuck, if yes, Trump can Neil get away with this me. shit, then so can we. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that guy has like a Twitter follow of like 49 million. This is, I think our show has a Twitter following of 50 million. So, yeah. <laughs> cop that, Sorry, Donald. President Trump. See, look, there, this is the quote from Abbott. There are 364 other days a year for the Greens to be politically correct. Why can't they just accept that Jan 26 is the best available day to celebrate all that's good about life in Australia? Is it though, Tony? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we keep having this conversation. We, we like... You and I have both been mm. fairly on the record as saying we think the date should be moved. Sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it was like, what, 97 that they made 26th of January? Like the... Australia, official Australia Day? For everyone, yeah. Because before that, like, every single state had their own different Australia yeah. Day. And then we, like, we federalized it and then we made... So, like, the date has literally been changed mm. in my lifetime. Like, <laughs> it has been it has been changed. If you are, like... What? Uh, how old are you if you were born in 97? Uh, seven years younger than you and I. So that would be... Uh, 21. 21. You'll be so turning like, 21 like this year. Happy 21st. 21st. If you're like any older than 20, 21, it has been changed in your lifetime. Yeah. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up about, <laughs> oh, it's sacred. We can't change the day. No, no. You're wrong. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. We can change it. We already changed it. Let's just change it again. Let's change it again, yeah. We'll change it again. I had a really good idea before, which I think is better than our current system. Mm. 26th of Jan, what day of the week does that fall on? Whatever day of the year it is that year, okay? So like a mother's slash father's day type thing, like whatever the first of that... I'm saying, yeah, new scenario. Yeah. Why don't we pick the second, like, second Friday of January or the first, or like the second Monday of January? So no matter what, you are guaranteed a three-day-long weekend. I love None of that. this, like, midweek public holiday I love bullshit. that and or, like, again, I'm not good with my calendar dates, but there is some sort of lull, I think, between, like, May and October where we get nothing. Yeah. Throw it in there. Well, like, it, there is, like, a winter argument, which yeah. I get. You know, you want it to be, like, you want Australia Day to be, like, prime Aussie summer. Yeah. But, like, if you just said, like, second, second Jan or second, like, Monday of Jan... That's like guaranteed not to be on on the twenty sixth of January. So what's your take then? Because um, if you guys haven't heard, WSFM obviously are doing their own Australia. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a playlist or a countdown. They're just playing Australian music on Australia Day, and yep. they have for many years. And a lot of people on the back of Triple M are saying "fuck you, WSFM." Thoughts? I mean, like until we officially change the day, people are going to celebrate. Yeah. Um, Australia Day on January 2026, right? Like they're just going to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think it's more about sort of trying to sh- put pressure on people to just get behind the change yeah. of the date movement rather than... Like, Triple M, that was a dick move. Totally. Like, that was them being like... Like, that was them intentionally being dickheads yeah. about the fact that Triple J had sort of gotten behind... Um, oh yeah, the, the you know, email the sent to the subscribers like specifically called out Triple J. And, like, yeah, yeah, they're like Triple J, whatever. Oh, I'm from Triple M. Oh, I suck. That's what they said. Their email. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote, by the way. That was a quote. That was a direct <laughs> quote from Triple M. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but I feel like you know, like WSM have been doing it for years. Like yeah. it's. That's what I mean. Like, it's and they, like, they're not doing it to cause a ruckus. They're, they're just, just they're doing just, it because that's just their like boomer coverage yeah. on, <laughs> on on Australia Day. Yeah, we'll just change the date. Everyone's happy. Yeah, we're all just happy people. So the hottest one hundred will be on Saturday twenty seventh. Yeah. So the actual hottest one hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That what's is that going to be a Saturday this week this time? Mm. So Friday falls on a Friday this week. So it's still a three day weekend, but Friday. That's even better. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fine. Thank you, Triple J. 
Thanks for your time. Top blokes. Um, the other thing we want to talk about, Dave, and I know you have a lot of feelings about this, mm. and we'll try and be as delicate as we can, I promise. The uh, allegations around Aziz Ansari, one of your heroes, yeah, for many reasons, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, you like maybe get some context, like for anyone who, who like, if you're living under a rock, I'll, I'm gonna let you do it because I think you love this guy so much that I'm gonna let you provide the story. Oh, okay, that's all right. Um, so yep, yeah, so David uh, writes Aziz Ansari, um, comedian. Television maker, Parks and Rec, Master None. Yeah, yeah. You you know the guy. If you don't know the guy, you'd recognize his face. Um, so uh, recently, um, there was a, an article published in a magazine called Babe. Um, that uh was the story of a date that uh, a young woman who's taken on the pseudonym of Grace. Mm-hmm. So she was uh, talking anonymously. I uh, described of having with Aziz. Um, where uh the end of the night. They, there was an asexual encounter um, and she felt like she had been um, assaulted or she was assaulted um, and that has obviously sort of blown up um, and it's become the centre of like quite a, like a lot of debate, especially like in regards to like the Time's Up and Me Too movement. Yeah, because that was how it sparked. She said she came forward after she saw Aziz at the Golden Globes wearing the Time's wearing Up the pin. Time's Up pin, yeah. yeah. And there was a couple of people, like, I mean, like James Franco was wearing a Time's Up pin. And, and immediately were, after he won the Best Actor Award, a couple of allegations came, came, about came him. Yeah. forward about him yeah. saying that they had not had, or they'd had problems with him. But again, not super specific. I'm not sure we heard. I think a lot of them had to do with him, like, because he teaches at a, a university. Sure. Um, and a lot of them were some of his students. Um, okay. But yeah, there's a couple there. Yeah, Save yeah. Franco for another time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's a currently... Like a, a big debate. I mean, I, I, I was talking about this before the show and kind of like the hardest thing is sort of like knowing where we as like two dudes doing a radio show, which is only two dudes. Mm. There, There is not a, a permanent female member on, on this show. Yeah. Um, so like where, what is, like the, what is our responsibility to talk about this? Um, what do we have the right to kind of say about this? Like what's useful, what's not useful. Uh, and but I think the whole, sort of not really knowing kind of the controversy surrounding this particular allegation against Anzari. Um, so we should, again, providing context, he responded to the allegations and said, I was, I thought it was consensual. Um, and that he supports the times up movement. The Grace um, Ed showed published some text between her and Aziz, where basically he said, "Hey, it was great to meet you." She said, in subtext, "I did not have a good time yeah. thinking about what happened last night. I was telling you no, you didn't stop." And he wrote back saying, "You know, I'm really sorry to hear this." Um, what was it? I'm really. Sorry I, think, to hear- I think it was like the the vibe was like, I had misunderstood. I'll, I'll yeah. take that on board. And that was in so these allegedly all happened in September last year. Yep. Um, and his his statement that was released was almost similar in tone to the the text he sent this person, um, and like there has been a lot of people coming forward, and um, surprisingly, like, a lot of women like saying like there was one particular article I think um, I have to check which where it was from, but she basically said like this isn't rape, this is regret. Well, it, it seems from you know having cause I've so a bit connects to me like I love I've always loved Aziz Ansari. Like mm. for me, like he's has been one of my heroes for a very long time because he's like one of the first like Indian Americans that kind of 
did the things that I wanted to do, you know, like he was a really popular comedian and he was making like, you know, masters of none and like some really, really cool stuff. So like, he's been a, a peer of mine for some time. So like hearing these allegations has been personally like really, really shit. Mm. Um, and I've sort of been trying to read as much as I can, just trying to kind of get my head around it. Um, and there seems like there's kind of like two sort of, uh, um, I don't want to get this wrong, but it seems like there's like sort of two sides of thought here. And one side is um, particularly seem to be held by um, younger um, feminists, mm-hmm. um, sort of particularly millennial sort of feminists around our age, which tends to be that um, it was assault, assault is assault, um, uh, and we need to learn yeah. from from that assault. Um, and then uh, what seems to be a thing around particularly the, like older feminists tends to be this idea of it wasn't assault, it was a, it was a bad date. You know, he needs to learn from that, but, you know, um, that he was, like, ideas around, like, you know... The idea that she apparently pursued him, she went to his apartment, she consented to what was going on, she just didn't want it to happen as fast as it did. Sure. The, again, these are what... I mean, there are, there the are different... points like, I've seen, yeah, yeah. There are a whole bunch of different takes on it. And I think, like, where I'm kind of landed at the moment is that I just need to shut up and listen for a little while yeah. and just kind of read stuff because... Mm. And I think that's probably what we should all be kind of doing i mean yeah. men um because it's i mean i feel like we're learning so much so quickly um about about the everything the way it's discussed yeah like because I, I was watching was watching i'm sure it was i'm sure it was the fucking the office because that's my favorite show of all time and there's like a joke that like michael scott says the do you remember the episode this is like season four so this would be season three even so this would be around 2007 2008 yeah. The episode where one of the female characters gets flashed by a guy in the parking lot and she comes in and she says, this is what happened. She's obviously traumatized and Michael comes out and hears about it and because obviously a guy got out his dick, he thinks that's hilarious and he starts laughing and everyone in the office is kind of looking at him going like, what an asshole. Yeah. But, you know, that was a little bit in a very funny show that was done to make you laugh and like if that came out now, you'd be like, like that's how quickly this is moving. Like we're talking about a show... That was 10 years ago at best. Well, it's, it's, I mean, the conversation is advancing very, very quickly and it's being, um, in a, in a very positive way led by, by women that are coming out and talking about their experiences Mm. and talking about, um, talking more openly than, than they ever have before about, about that in a really sort of mainstream context. And I think a lot of the things that, that men are learning right now is that our like fundamental socialization about like how men interact with women and mm. think about sex and and the whole way that men have been taught to interact and mm. to to live their lives just by society and pop culture and everything is fundamentally problematic and cuz that was like the really interesting quote from Franco when he was he went on Colbert and Myers like days after the allegations came out yeah. and he essentially said, look, these aren't accurate, but I know I want to shut these women down. I don't want to shut them up. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's like, like you just said, like we have to shut up and listen. Yeah. Even if clearly like in Franco's case, you are one of the people being accused of doing those things. Yeah. Like shut your fucking mouth and just listen. It's just, yeah. I, I think at this point it's like, I think that there's a lot to be said and I'm not sure if, if, men saying what they think at this point useful because at this point we kind of just need to figure out what the problem is um, and understand what the problem is um, concisely enough that we can start working to fix it. 
And so like these things will keep happening. It's mm. going to keep happening more and more and more and more. We're going to have more and more people that we looked up to brought into the spotlight. And I think that, I think history will look um, kinder on some of these men than they do on others. I think that, you know, as we move forward, there are going to be some people that we're going to go, we're going to start seeing some sort of moderation between what is, um, what is redemptive and what is not. Mm. Um, but I think right now we just need to sort of be reading as many articles as we can mm. and, and being part of this conversation. This is, why, this is why I asked you, but off air, have you watched the new Chappelle specials on yeah. Netflix? Like, so essentially, cause I, which I haven't like when, when this all kind of kicked off all these allegations started coming and it started happening at a rapid pace, like correct me if I'm wrong. One of the ones uh, from my memory was the, the Donald Trump, um, you know, the grabber by the, Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that was like from one of the first, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but that was when that converse, that wide global conversation of mm. this needs to stop. A powerful man has said and done these horrible things. Yeah. Um, in the Chappelle special, he talks about, um, he kind of wraps the special up. You know how he like makes these really serious points that kind of just finishes with a joke. Yeah. He was kind of like, there was this story years and years ago of how a, um, a young black man, living in a white community, apparently catcalled out to this girl. Yeah. Um, and then later, um, the, the woman, the woman, the family found out that boy was brutally murdered and killed. Yeah. Um, and the mother of the child decided that she wanted to have the funeral as an open casket because she said, we need people to see what, what has happened, what these yep. people did to, to this little black boy. Um, if years later it found out the the girl who made the like who said that guy catcalled, she lied on her deathbed. She admitted she lied. But Chappelle was like, the amazing thing about that was like that murder was a huge global talking moment because everyone came together and said, like, this isn't right. What happened to that kid isn't right. And he, and he, he finished the show up. He's like, I feel like Donald Trump is the lie we all need right now. Like, this guy coming into power is what is bringing everyone together yeah. and he will almost save us. Not intentionally, yeah. but think of how much shit this guy has done and everyone comes together and says, no, 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 fuck that. That's, this guy's fucked. It's, it's like incredible you need, when you, you think about it. kind of like what, what the worst possible version of something can yeah. be. So you can go, actually, no, no, we don't like that. Yeah. And it, it is kind of like, you know, if, if the height of the problem, like if the kind of the epitomization of the problem was a presidential candidate um like bragging about sexual assault mm. with a long history of allegations of sexual assault and rape and also still in that time frame being an incredibly powerful billionaire yeah, yeah. If, if, if if that person can go on to get elected president <laughs> of the united states and that's chill then that's, <laughs> that's chill and then then that's kind of like the climax that we're now seeing a correction of like mm. where society's gone okay no like that's that's fucked yeah let's we need a which like, is true think of how many things trump has said or done and everyone just seems to be like no and they come together and you talk about it and like yeah. this is like what's happening right now is incredible yeah and i think they could it's as far as i know it can only get better like well i mean we've got to survive the next four years yeah um, slash eight years 
probably. Um, Until fucking Oprah comes into power. <laughs> uh, Which I, pisses me off so I much. I both love and hate that idea no, so like, much. I love Oprah. <laughs> Let me start. I love Oprah. She's the best. We all love Oprah. And you all want to be like, there was a time, I, I still say it, yep. when people like, if you want to be really rich, you say, I want to be Oprah rich. She's yep. insanely rich. Everyone loves her. Yep. But have we learned nothing from fucking she's Donald Trump? She's literally the liberal she's, Trump. She's, yes. She's just, she's, She's in media. She's one of the most. She's probably the most powerful person in yeah. media. She's not a fucking politician. Yeah. She just says nice things because we love her so much. Just like we like, love, we love Oprah. She's very haven't un- we learned that getting someone not in politics is not the way to go? Yeah. Like we all, I think we all universally agree that politicians are the worst. Yeah. Okay. They're the worst. <laughs> um, but like someone with a little bit of policy experience might be useful. Yes. Governing the world. Yeah. Thank correct. You. She just speaks really well. Yeah. And I love her. Yeah. And I'd love to be her best friend. Well, But uh, that doesn't mean she's fit to be the president of the United States. Well, next week on the show, uh, Oprah Winfrey in the studio <laughs> talking about uh, her presidential yeah. candidacy. <laughs> uh, she may announce on the show. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Thanks for listening, guys. Welcome to 2018. Yeah. Um, hope you guys stick around with us for the whole year. We'll yeah, have got some, some fun. Very fun things coming up. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I feel like we say this every fucking week, but it's like, we can't say it because... You don't want to be like, yes, we've got this person coming next week, and then they don't. Yeah. You look stupid. We cry for hours. It's a mess. It's a whole mess. But you can look forward to a theme song, right, Michael? Uh, that's a, that's a thumbs up. Yeah, good. No, it's not. It's a more of a more of a, a solidarity fist, which I'm into. Middle finger directed at our face. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, we are coming live to you. <laughs> Again, not as far live as back at all. To... It's real time we for stopped us. Stop radio like five years ago, man. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Nice podcast.